0: kind of laugh when I read this, this gospel passage. Jesus is walking by. He's, he's leaving Jericho. And there's a, a blind beggar on the side of the road. And this blind beggar is, not only is he blind, but he's, he's outside of the city and he's begging. So he's been ostracized and just in utter poverty and, and not a part of the community. So you can't get more poor in a certain sense than this guy just basically being kicked out, ostracized, on the side of the road, blind. And he's calling out, and and we'll get to that part, but the the question when he encounters Jesus, Jesus, what do you want me to do for you? I'm thinking, like, if I'm the blind guy, I'm like, are you blind? (laughs) Like, do you not see? Like, I want to see. Like, it's pretty clear, right? Like I'm not asking you for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and have you just walk by. Like, I, I want to see. Well, why does Jesus ask him a very obvious question? This is important for us because this is the same. We, we're to see ourselves as this man, blind, begging on the side of the road. Why does Jesus ask him a very obvious question? What do you want me to do for you? Because he wants to elicit ever more deeply in this man's heart a desire for healing. A desire to see. And in scripture, physical blindness is representative of the spiritual blindness that sin causes us. And a lack of faith. When we just kind of keep going away from the Lord, in a direction away from him like not paying attention and just kind of bigger sin after bigger sin, just kind of keep going in that direction. We begin to put these blinders on our eyes. And, and we slowly lose the ability to see the truth. I mean, that's part of the effect of original sin. It's called, it, it obscures our ability to perceive what is true. We have a distorted vision of what truth really is. And it is the light of faith that opens our eyes to see things as they really are in communion with Jesus. And so when he's walking by and he's seeing this blind man, he's like, what do you want me to do for you? He wants him to experience the deep yearning and longing in the heart for all that is true, for all that is good, for all that is beautiful, and that his life apart from Jesus cannot give him that. Master, I want to see. I want to see. And what's interesting is that like, this man's desire has been brewing, and he's not afraid of it. He's out on the side of the road, and Je- he hears Jesus is walking by, and what does he say first? Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I mean, think of this. He's walking by he got to think to himself, like, everybody else has kicked me out of town. I'm a blind beggar. Why would Jesus want anything to do with me? And, it, and that's affirmed by the fact that as he's crying out for Jesus, everybody else is like, hey, man, keep your mouth shut. He don't want to talk to you. You're an outcast. And so it's just confirming in him his own Thoughts like, oh, they're right. Like, why should I ever cry out to the Lord in my sin and in my blindness, in my poverty? But there is a courage in this man because of the longing to experience the fullness of life that Jesus brings, to truly see. And so he keeps crying out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. (laughs) Now, another question for us to think is, like, why didn't Jesus... One, just go right up to him. Why did he have him cry out first? And then why did he ignore his first cry? Like, oh, well, maybe I can just sneak by this guy, right? Just sneak by and he'll never see me. It'll be good. Jesus wanted him, again, to deepen his desire for Christ, to deepen his desire for sight. And he wanted him to be a witness to everyone else. Because once this Jesus stops, the second time Jesus stops, and he says, call him. And then everybody changes, right? They're like, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, hey, hey, Jesus is calling you. And in two lines of scripture, this verb, this, this verb call, the Greek word kaleo is mentioned three times. Jesus said, call him, and then so they called him and said, Jesus is calling you. He says, you're not the only one crying out, right? The blind man is not the only one crying out. Jesus is actually calling him. And was from the very beginning of putting the desire in his heart to see Jesus. So it's this this meeting of this longing and this yearning together. And so that's when Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Master, or more accurately, it should be teacher from the Greek, I want to see. I want to see. And then he's healed. And what is the first thing that he sees? The face of God. It's the first thing he sees from his blindness is the face of God. And what does he do? He follows Jesus. It says from then he followed him on the way. And St. Mark is trying to tell us he became his disciple because the way is what they called Christians at the beginning of the church. He left his life and he followed Jesus. And then he, when he got up, what did he do? Even, even in his pursuit of Jesus, what does he do? See, Mark tells us all these little details. It says he flung off his cloak, sprang up. The church fathers and early scripture scholars would say that this cloak is representative of everything that, that pulls us away and binds us away from Jesus. Our attachments to sin and they weigh us down. You know, and we try to cover ourselves. We try to to cover our sinfulness and like hide it from Jesus. And so the real place of healing is to throw off the cloak of sin, our attachments to sin, and to expose our hearts to Jesus, primarily in the great sacrament of reconciliation. I'm not afraid, Lord, you to see me in the fullness of my sin and poverty. And it is in this place that he encounters him. And Jesus doesn't say, Hey, blind guy, go away. What do you want me to do for you? Is what he said. Teacher, I want to see. Jesus is asking us every day of our life What do you want me to do for you? How much do we desire to really see him? How much do we desire an increase of faith? And this increase of faith, Holy Father tells us that it's a light that illuminates the rest of our lives. Like you want to know how, you you want to change the world and we look at what's wrong with the world, right? Human relationships is what's wrong with the world. (laughs) If we could just get relationships right, we'd be okay. We're blind. We're blind blind and stuck in our own sin and if we can open our eyes in faith to see jesus then it illuminates the rest of the world and then i can see everybody around me rich poor whatever their their race their religion whatever it is about them and I can love them and honor them and respect them as a son or a daughter of the Father because my eyes are open to see. And this is this is a life of conversion that we need to pursue every single day. So Jesus is asking us tonight, "What do you want me to do for you? Are we going to keep the cloak of the cloak of our sin on and hide from the Lord?" Are we going to fling it off? Say, Lord, I want to see. I want to see. And so I want to invite us all to pray with this gospel passage and to pray particularly for the grace, like to continually come to the Lord in confession, like constant conversion in our heart. Fling it off. Come to the Lord. And then pursue him in the Eucharist. We have an adoration chapel here at Christ the King. We've had it for two semesters now. And it's amazing it's rare that I go in there during the week, right, Monday through Friday, it's rare that I go in there that there's not a minimum four people, 10, 15 plus. But most of the time, like, it's it's, it's a rare occasion that there are not four people in there just being quiet with Jesus exposed face-to-face in the Eucharist. And the transformation of hearts that is happening there and then the deepening of the understanding of the mass because of the time with him. What do you want me to do for you? He wants to increase our faith. So sometimes when we're crying out, Jesus, son of the living God, have mercy on me, it seems like he's not answering and it seems like he's walking by because he wants to increase the desire for him. Don't stop crying out. Don't stop pursuing him. Don't stop flinging off the cloak and getting up to see him. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What do you want me to do for you? Teacher, I want to see. Go. Go. Your faith has saved you. And then he followed him along the way.